This is the IC Pixels podcast with David and Anthony Cavins. We're going to talk about design in everyday situations. IC Pixels podcast. This is Anthony. This is David. And we're here to talk about um, some new things this week. And we have a guest this week, and that's cool. Um, two times in a row. Um, it's a new record. Yeah. <laughs> the longest streak of guests we've ever had. Um, so who are we talking to this week? Oh, we're talking to Gianna Snell. Um, Never heard of her. Yeah, me neither. Um <laughs> <laughs> But um, yeah, we we found somebody to talk to. Um, something recently happened in her life uh, that sounded like it was a that. Never mind. Something recently <laughs> happened, and we want to talk about it and how it relates to her business and what she does and everything. So it'll probably be best that we bring her in now. That way, we're just not talking about her like she's not here. Well, I guess we could say so, uh, Gianna Snell is a photographer. Uh. We've known her. We're for supposed a while. to ask her that. Oh, Gianna, what do you do? <laughs> <laughs> I am a photographer. Oh, okay. In Huntsville, Alabama. We wanted to talk to you about photography in general, but we had some specific stuff to mm-hmm. talk about first. But I guess to start off, like, why did you get into photography? Um, I've recently started, I guess, more serious, taking photography more seriously. But what mm-hmm. got you into it, and what made you actually want to do it? Uh, professionally um growing up I think I was around five when my dad gave me my first camera for Christmas I grew up watching him taking pictures of everything um related to family and events um he even did it for his job and so growing up I just had a natural um had a natural interest in it because I always saw him doing it and I'm just a visual person. And so um, once I got my first camera, I was always shooting um, different things, trying to follow him around. And by the time I got to high school, I was, you know, taking pictures for the campus, the yearbook photographer. I was in the dark room developing pictures for the newspaper, school newspaper, the school yearbook, getting high on all of the different chemicals, but I loved it. And the by the time, part or the... <laughs> if we need to edit any of that part out, just let us know. <laughs> you were back there huffing chemicals with all the uh, all the stoners. Not intentionally, no. But that stuff is kind of strong. That fixer is real strong. It never starts out intentionally. Like the first time I did crack, it was totally an accident. <laughs> oh my goodness! But yeah, it's like. Um, just I'm glad I had that experience of working in the dark room because that was you know that was Photoshop back then you know oh it's a little too dark let me let me leave it you know let me tweak it so yeah I'm glad I got that experience um and by the time I graduated from high school I was seriously considering majoring in photography but I didn't know you know if there was such a thing or you know could I really make a career out of this but I ended up going to uh to college and majoring in it and um, I've been doing it now off and on 
ever since I graduated about 13 years ago. Um, so, <laughs> do it. But I was always wondering, it's like, it's, have you ever, like, was there ever a point where you considered not being a photographer? Absolutely. Um, okay. Several times. <laughs> I oh. actually started another degree. Uh, a master's degree in special education because I was just so frustrated um, trying to start my business. We were living in small towns in Mississippi and Kentucky, and it was just like, okay, there's not much going on here. <laughs> so yeah. it was very challenging to get my business off the ground. So I started this other degree and ended up coming back to the realization that this is my calling. This is what I've been called to do. And I don't know how to get around that. This is what doesn't feel like work. This is what I'm passionate about. So, you know, I got to go all in. Well, I think I was going to ask, but I, I'll start with a statement. Because uh, in one of our previous episodes, we talked about kind of how we got into doing design work and the things that we do. And one of the major influences was that we saw people in our family, friends, like, relatives that type of thing doing what we wanted to do or something adjacent to what we like doing design or creative things and getting paid to do it yeah because like and i think you, you can say whether or not it seemed like it's true for you you saw an example growing up so it was, was your family work. like that <laughs> 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 absolutely i mean my dad you know he was you know a pastor by what he went to school to do but thankfully over the years he said let me develop some of these other gifts and he started doing graphic design and opened his own business opened his own publishing business um, he never fully 100% pursued photography but because those things go hand in hand with graphic design and communications which is his field he was able to incorporate all of that and actually hire me as a high schooler and say hey I got to photograph this event you're going to be my assistant you know this is how much you're going to get paid here's your camera go go do it and so he had a huge influence in you know helping me get over some fears and just helping to believe in me because I still face you know a lot of people come up to me like hey so you're a photographer like is that a real job um, <laughs> can you take this you actually can you take this selfie <laughs> for me right quick <laughs> right. <laughs> like these checks are real. <laughs> right. What kind of selfie stick would you recommend? <laughs> What's your favorite filter on Instagram? Like, so I, I really like the Nashville filter and the uh, I don't Cashville. I don't even know the names of the rest of the filters. I just remember Nashville. Effie and uh, <laughs> no. <laughs> well, I think uh, yeah. that that's that's really key because. Uh, I think a lot of people that go, because like, I've had friends even that wanted to go into creative fields, but then someone was like, come on, son, you know you're going to be a, a, a doctor or a lawyer or a preacher or, you know, like the typical uh, fields that people consider successful or things where you can make money. And I think that's, that's it's fine if you want to play it safe, but I think it's, I've definitely seen some people that were I thought were more talented than me just end up being a doctor or something. And it's like, okay, you, you save some people's lives, but. <laughs> like yeah yeah <laughs> but is that really what you love to yeah. do though i mean are you happy yeah, yeah. no well i mean that's like i was watching like uh, america's got talent there's mad people to come on there they're like lawyers or whatever else i mean they're terrible when they come on there but it's like they feel passionate for this other thing i mean they're terrible at this other thing also but 
I don't, I don't know, but you know, it, I don't know. It's like they that's really where they want to be, yeah. you know. Yeah. Because I mean, I think like since we're all in the creative field, there's always a point where you're like, wait a minute, wouldn't it be easier if I just went and you know? Yes. <laughs> yes, it would. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but ease is not always like what's easy doesn't always feel good. No. Yeah. That's that's so true. Yeah. That. Never mind. Yeah, I had. Um, <laughs> never mind. <laughs> yeah, we're just gonna leave that alone. Um. I mean, and also, I mean, sometimes what you think is easy, it's even more frustrating if that doesn't work out. Like, you put your all into... Because, I mean, you know, multiple people, they go, you know, they start a different major because it's like, all right, fine, screw this, whatever thing I really want to do. I'm going to mm-hmm. do this because there's money in it. And so, like, three false starts of majors down the line, you know, <laughs> it's yes. like, you know... You got nothing to show for it, or you know, sometimes you do make it, but you, yeah, you still may never be happy or feel like you know you could have really pursued, you know, done something else, you know. Right. Because I know for me, like everybody, you know, there's a lot of people that knew how to draw and my, you know, growing up and everything, but like some of them were better than me, but they stopped, <laughs> <laughs> and I kept on going. So now they're like, Ooh. every once in a while, I get somebody, hey, you still draw, and I'm like. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <Sorta. laughs> you still messing around with those cameras? Like, have you been to my website? No, <laughs> Clearly, you're not following my blog. You need to go to me. <laughs> <laughs> Claps hands in between the words. <laughs> so, uh, what type of photos do you... What's your favorite type of photos to take? Since... There's lots of photos to take these days. I love taking pictures of people. Um, I had the opportunity to go to Africa as a photography major. Um, That was uh, my junior year. All the photography majors went, and we went on a two-week safari. The whole time, we were shooting lions, and we were in the Serengeti shooting elephants and zebras. And as exhilarating as that was... The last day we were there, we went to a village and we went to a school and we went to the Maasai village and we saw all of these little children and the dancers and the the tribes. There was just like a whole nother wave of invigoration that washed over me. And it was that moment that I knew, okay, I'm not a nature or landscape photographer. I love people. I love capturing emotion. I love capturing connection. And so whether that's families, um, events, birthday parties, children, um, any of that, I just love having people in front of my lens and just capturing them and telling their story. That's great. That, yeah, that, that brings up a couple of, I have a couple of comments on that. Like one, like I didn't realize I've, either didn't know or didn't realize that you did that what and you should talk to my no but... <laughs> she went to africa i feel like like wait a minute when did that happen <laughs> um and also that's you should talk to my son because he says he wants to take pictures of animals and then also do you have any nice. of those pictures <laughs> you absolutely to... next yeah. time he comes over you should you should talk to show him, him. talk to yeah. him okay yeah. i would love that um, I forgot my final point. <laughs> I was gonna say, uh, <laughs> so I've been 
I, I, I've always known how to take pictures, but I was never a good, like, I never had a good camera or, like, invested that much into it because I'm cheap. That's a, a whole other episode we can have about how cheap <laughs> I am. But I recently got a camera, and I shoot, you know, I shoot, like, random stuff, you know, like your food and flowers and stuff like that. But I do, I, I can understand the joy of shooting people because people, you can really, they really open up and, like you really make a mm-hmm. connection with people and i actually like shooting little no nah, that sounds weird but i shooting kids is fun sometimes too and i like that and then it one, is. one thing about yeah. that <laughs> sounded weird photographing, yeah, photographing kids. children with their consent yeah no sandusky <laughs> over here what um what so, <laughs> so um I, you just got to be clear these days so yeah, you know, I feel like we have to be extra clear. That you make yeah, it, it sounds like you're trying to prove something to yourself. But um, <laughs> I, I had a, a no offense, I had a real but... serious thing. I was gonna say. Oh, so um, when I first got my camera one time, I was at we were at a friend's house, and I, I didn't really know how to use it that well. But I was just shooting like people around, like stuff that was happening. And there was this little girl there, <clears throat> and she asked to use the camera. And I always let my kids use the camera because. Like, they're my kids. If they break it, like, they'll just be punished and I'll stop loving them or something. But it's okay. But <laughs> this other little girl, I didn't know her, but I let her use it. And I showed her, like, here's how you press the button to make it take the picture, take the lens cap off, that type of stuff. And she was running around taking pictures of stuff. And some of her pictures actually came out pretty good. So took the camera back. And then, let's say, like... <laughs> Took credit yeah, uploaded on my Instagram. And... <laughs> Tag myself. <laughs> like, yeah, respect the shooter. But uh, she, uh, so I saw her like six months later. And we went to another event with mm-hmm. the same similar people, and her mom came up to me and like, and I happened to have my camera again. And her mom was like, "Thanks a lot. You made me spend like two hundred dollars on a camera for her." And I was like, oh, "I didn't do anything." Wow. But apparently, ever since that time, <laughs> she had been asking her mother. I want a camera, I want a camera, I want a camera, I want a nice camera because she wanted to take good pictures and she wanted to be able to, you know, she was really into photography now. And she was only like seven or eight, mm. maybe. I don't know. I don't be keeping up with kids' ages. But I saw how just letting them play with my camera had a big impact on them because I've seen, I've let several other kids play with my camera just because I had it around and they were like, I want to do that too. So now if they ask, I let them mm. play with it because. You know, just like in your situation, Gianna, you, you had the opportunity to take pictures because your dad got you a camera. And I wonder if, yeah. you know, more parents. If you let your if you let your kids. Well, no, that was camera. my question. <laughs> <laughs> but I think a lot of parents are like, nope. they nope. just get like they get the kids the stereotypical they, thing. They need to find their own goals. <laughs> like, you know, most kids. I'm sure they'll be satisfied if you just get them next box. Or you get them some Jordans, or you mm. get them a, a you know a PlayStation or whatever to play with. But maybe you could get them a violin or a camera or mm. some color pencils that... or some you know maybe not color. What? How are you going to compare <laughs> those like a Xbox or a PlayStation or some Jordans? Or you could get them a violin. no. But I'm saying like, like you could get, you could get both, or you can get something to help inspire their creativity. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. No, I understand they need to learn different things, but like when you just put those next to each other, like here, what do you want? Well, I'm you saying. Know? Like, what do you think the kids? If I'm really into, <laughs> if I really enjoy music or I really enjoy photography, then I might actually prefer a camera over a PlayStation. Mm, yeah, 
And it's something that you can use to make money, um, a violin, a piano, a, you know, all of those things. A lot of times back in the day, we didn't think of it that way. But now um, those gifts can come in handy, yep. you know. Um, yeah. <laughs> so it's, it's, it's good to know different skills and be able to use different things and work with our hands. It's a good thing. And I'm, I'm, I look back on those days, and I'm gl- glad that my dad got me a camera. And now my children are asking, Mommy, when are you going to buy me a camera? <laughs> You're like, and- <laughs> no. <laughs> Go a different way. Get your own goals. <laughs> right. I bought the little toy camera from Walmart. They're like, no, no, no. We want the real thing, Mommy. What is this? <laughs> yeah, you can't play that often. You got, like, real stuff later. <laughs> like, right. Like, why is my camera so bright no. and colorful? <laughs> I'm like, uh, can I borrow your 85 to put on this toy camera? No. <laughs> <laughs> but I've actually had... Is this Nikon? Uh... <laughs> I actually had some parents approach me recently. I was shooting an event, and they came up to me. Their son had just graduated with a photography degree from Southern University, and they were asking me, how did I get the gig to shoot this event? Um, how do I attract clients and all of these questions and then you know come to find out they were just really concerned almost that their son will really be able to make a career out of this they're they're trying to be supportive and they they want to support his dream and his passion but you can tell in the back of their head they were like okay is this really a career (laughs) They're asking it like the graduation, I, I, like. <laughs> no, I guess he had just graduated like a couple weeks before. Oh, okay. And, and they were just like, "How does he get into? You know, he's working for one of those things, like, you know, the the photography companies that come around and do churches, and do you know their um, like a photo book with the directory oh, yeah, type yeah. of thing. Oh. So they were like, "We know that that's not a long term thing. So how does he?" <laughs> transition from that to working for himself and actually being successful at it um you know because he's in our basement and uh... can he work for you please <laughs> he needs an internship <laughs> now he's living on his own but they were saying he's only making enough to like cover his cell phone bill like a little apartment and it's not and so they were just wondering okay you know is it possible and so they were actually encouraged they're like wow, you know, so you work for yourself and you contracted this, you know, you got this job through a contract and da 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 And I said, well, yeah, you know, it takes time to build, you know, to build your business, but it's it's doable. It's did totally you, doable. Did you flash some keys yeah. to the Bentley? Like, you see this car I'm driving? <laughs> 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 no, you know where I live? <laughs> <laughs> I wish. Uh, I'm claiming it, though. I really do. I do believe it's possible. Yeah, now yeah. I do. <laughs> Anything is possible. Now. But, I, I mean, so yeah. that's a whole other discussion. Yeah. We, maybe we'll have another episode about that. But, like, <clears throat> college, college uh, honestly doesn't prepare you for a lot of what you're going to need to do after college to actually get a job. <clears throat> oh, true. Oh, yeah, no, not at all. And it's, I, mean, I won't <laughs> yeah. say especially in photography, but like in my field, they just kind of left me out there. I got one internship, and that kind of I used that to turn my course into doing web design versus doing what I went to school for. 
But yeah, coming out of college, I would hope that you got a plan figured out and have something worked out. But yeah, oftentimes they just like, all right, good luck. Here's a piece of paper. And, and Sally's going to be calling next well, right. I mean, when you're in the, when the in creative field, I feel like they already don't expect you to do much. So they're just like, all right, you're done. You know, right. here's an application to Starbucks. <laughs> Good job. But uh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, and, so, I mean, because I know other places you can get internships and all this kind of stuff and work your way into the system. And then, you know, it's like, I don't know if you can. Well, I guess there was a way there. You can do that. It's not impossible, but it's not. It's like it's not connected to the school generally. Right. And I guess one frustrating thing for me along my journey, I, it doesn't bother me as much now, but <clears throat> I kept saying, well, the barrier for entry into photography and a lot of the creative fields is so low. So I went to school, paid, you know, thousands of dollars to get a degree to be a photographer. And yesterday somebody bought a camera from Best Buy and said, I'm a photographer book me <laughs> and I'm just like okay wow you know and because of you know YouTube I've... and the different tutorials and everything there's just mm. you know a lot going on and but I think it caused you to really go back to saying what makes me unique because there's always going to be thousands of people in your field whether you're a hairdresser whether you're a you know if you own your own business there's always going to be competition but you have to focus in and hone in on what you do best and just go for it i feel personally targeted by that statement because, uh, <laughs> i went to bed <laughs> well i think that's happening in a lot of like kind of tech related fields in tech and creative fields like in web design yeah. you could just go to squarespace and get a site that's going to look like you might have paid a more expensive developer to do it but you know there's i know that there's things i can do for you that you can't get through squarespace and the same with photography i'm sure there's things that you could do for someone that the random instagram photographer can't do because that's another thing like right once again <laughs> i feel targeted i'm not talking about you specifically <laughs> anthony but uh <laughs> like Instagram does make you know you throw a couple filters on there you get a few hundred likes on a picture and you feel like son I'm like I'm gonna start a business and then yeah. but you're yeah people start contacting you too you know hey picture? do you can you do my wedding can and you, you show up there yeah. with your iPhone <laughs> <laughs> and you don't need a license you don't need a um, you know no you don't have to produce any evidence. Like, just hey, I look got at my Instagram camera. feed. I am. <laughs> <laughs> this, my, my receipt is my license. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I've had that happen. I mean, because I didn't go to school for photography. I mean, I definitely faked it till I sort of made it, but um, and not really made it, but sort of, but um. I well, I did take photography classes. I forgot about that. I had darkroom experience. Never mind. I take that back. I'm real. Yeah. Um, you legit. You legit. Yeah. All right. David, yeah, you fake though. I took one uh, lighting class in college, but yeah, that that wasn't my major. Yeah, you sort you sort of real. You sort of real. <laughs> no, but it's like I've been to you know you get your first camera or whatever and you you know especially for photography I think it's a thing where you get into this thing where you're comparing like your equipment to other photographers I, I feel like a lot of photographers show up and just like oh well look what I've brought you know <laughs> it's a lot of 
you know. Yes, there is. It's very yeah, and competitive. It, and it's like, it's like an interesting thing because you have to battle with that. I mean, as your photographer, even if you don't have the like most expensive stuff or whatever, you got to have that confidence of like, no, but you know, you just because you bought that doesn't mean you can shoot like what I can yeah. shoot. You know, <laughs> I mean, right? The camera doesn't make the picture. Yeah, it's I've the photographer. Told, well, there's one person specifically. They probably won't hear this, but I've told them that several times. They're like, "My pictures aren't that good. I need a bigger. <laughs> I need Hold a better up. camera. Let me use your camera. My pictures will come out better." But it's like, no, they're still gonna. They might look. They might be better focused or whatever. But if you don't know how to take a good picture, you won't take a good picture no matter what camera you're mm-hmm. using. Because. Tell them if you so really true. want good pictures, you need to go find that little girl that you gave well, your I mean, camera I to. Well, I think it's it's uh, <laughs> you have to be creative and you have to think ahead. You have to think through like what's gonna look best because I've taken some really really good pictures with like yeah. my old flip phone that I used to have like way back in like two thousand something. Yeah. And I wish I still had some of those pictures because they were mm-hmm. really really good pictures, and it wasn't even a good camera. Like the camera on my phone now is probably like ten thousand times better than that, but. It's just about like yes. you have to be yeah. creative and know kind of know what's gonna look good and picture and lay it out and all that stuff in your head. It's not just like holding your hands up and That's making right. a yeah. square with your hands. You got to do more than that. You get, it's, most of it's in my head, honestly, because yeah. I'll see something happening. And I'm like, oh snap! If I was on the other side right there, I could take a really good picture of that, and then I'll just walk over there and take it. Yeah, mm. I mean, if you if you have good composition, I mean, I think as an artist, like you have that. Like also, yeah. I mean, most artists will have that. Mm-hmm. If I mean, if you're a good artist, you have an eye for composition, and so that's it's you know no that's the basis of taking a good photograph. <laughs> yeah. Then you learn how to do everything else, the lighting and everything else after you know. But you right. know, without that, it's going to be. Would terrible you like photo to let the, uh, perfect lighting, the actual photographer know? comment <laughs> on that? <laughs> no, uh, <laughs> no. I just remembered I took classes, so <laughs> I forgot. <laughs> Hilarious. But um, no, I mean it's it's an it's an interesting thing. Yeah, I just have yep. one camera and one lens, and yeah, I, you will get like I have felt like ashamed because my lens was all like. I have a little 50 millimeter or 35 millimeter and it's not all long and that's a prime yeah a but prime I, I don't lens, know people I paid good money for that but um i got it on sale on amazon <laughs> but <laughs> that's good money but yeah that's you, you see people with like the massive <laughs> lenses and all like four or five cameras and you feel like intimidated i've definitely felt intimidated like nah i'm not gonna pull it out mm-hmm. but yeah me too <laughs> I mean, yeah, you just got to do what you got to do because you don't know what they're doing. And I, I mean, honestly, I think half the, a good good part of the time they're just doing it for the look. I, I don't know. They just want to look like they're doing something. I don't yeah. know. Or just do like me. I mean, I only got I only personally own two lenses, but I will go drive up the street to Aperture Rent in a second and rent whatever I need. So, <laughs> yeah, and I'll be out there like everybody else. <laughs> Yes, goodness. I I face that a lot. Um, I just recently shot a huge graduation for a university, and there was a team of us, and we're on the same team. But when it's time to get the shot, <laughs> oh yeah, it's, it goes. Everybody goes hard, and there was some huge lenses, like the kind you see on mm-hmm. the side of a sporting event. You know, 
outside of a football wow. field. And, and we're in a, we're in a church. <laughs> so I'm just like, is that, is that a Hubble oh. telescope? Right. Like, could you go stand outside in the lobby with okay. that? <laughs> you don't even need to be in the building to shoot with that. <laughs> yeah. But, I mean, I had to, you know, just refocus and say, you know what? I'm here mm. to tell my side of the story. And nobody has my eyes. Nobody has my mind. And so, you know, just like I'm not thinking the same way you're thinking. And so I would go to the other side of the stage or I go, I actually went behind the speaker and just ran up on the stage during the commencement and like shot out, you know, watching him speak to all of the Mm -hmm. 700 and something graduates. And I was like, okay, well, if you're there, I'm going to go over here. You know, I'm going to go over there and just try to work around you know the event work work the angles you know get get different perspectives on it that's that's a good life lesson in general (laughs) i mean like in a yeah just find find your way to i think they call like that the that's the blue ocean strategy it's like go where everybody nobody else is there's something that you can get from that angle definitely oh all right so the reason why we brought you on this podcast, aside from, you know, your expertise and knowledge, was to talk about uh, something that happened recently. So, recently, you took a picture. Do you want to tell us about it? Mm. <laughs> sure. <laughs> I got a call to shoot an engagement session for an older couple. I happen to know them, and I, I know him very well. So, he's 70, she's 67, so... As soon as I got the call, I was excited because it's something different. And so we met up at the park and on the way out the door, I'm just like, ah, I need something like I need something. So I saw a black foam board, some chalk, and I was like, I don't know what I'm writing on this, but it's coming with me and we're going to use this somehow. So we get to the session and I start shooting and all of a sudden I told him, hey, let's just write she said yes on here. So I wrote it gave him the sign. I was like, just look excited. Hold it up and just look excited. He's like, oh, that's not hard because I'm standing next to this beautiful woman. I mean, come on. All right. Well. <laughs> so I want to admit, but hold the sign up. Oh, he was like, you don't have to tell me that. You know, be excited. So he held up the sign. We took the picture and as soon as he held it up, people just started cheering because we were in the middle of a busy park. There was a concert going on, no concert in the park. So there were hundreds of people there. But people, once they saw that, and it was like, oh, they're engaged. I mean, people started cheering. People started following us around, taking pictures with their cell phones. And so I was just, you know, kind of taking note, like this is, Mm -hmm. there's something unique about them. You know, people were drawn to them. And they just couldn't keep their hands off of each other. I would turn around to take a picture, and they would just be over there kissing. I'm like, okay, wait, hold on, wait. <laughs> oh, actually, like in the rain. Team. Right. <laughs> but there was just something special about them. I could, I could tell it when I walked up. Um, people were just, they were like drawing people to them like a magnet. People were literally just following us around saying, oh they're so cute oh no no so it was just an amazing experience one to do the session a couple days later his family you know they're all working together for the wedding they were like hey let's pick some favorites let's post it on you know facebook and make make this announcement that he's getting married they put it out there and you know i noticed that it had about a hundred shares 
in the first day on Facebook. And I said, okay, he's actually a well-known guy here in our in our local city. So it didn't really shock me that it had been shared 100 times. He's well-known. So I said, okay, no problem. The next day, I'm at church, and some of the teenagers were like, um, Miss Nell, the picture you took is going viral. Like, it's all over Instagram. And literally, my stomach just, <laughs> when I saw the image, and the difference it was from when I sent it to them, because I was very clear when I sent it to the family and the wedding planners, my logo stays. Just because I knew he was a well-known guy in Huntsville. I knew it was going to kind of blow up. So I was like, hey, let's let's capitalize on this. I want my logo on every single thing that put, you know, do not crop it. Don't alter it, anything. By the time I see that it's gone viral, it's a totally different Rob's image. Like two white me. people in the picture. <laughs> <laughs> they photoshopped it. Oh my. <laughs> yeah, they took it and created a meme. Like it was like a totally different image. It was pixelated and grainy. Yeah. Well, maybe it's good they took your logo off. It's like all blurry, like shot by Gianna Snell. Like, no, I didn't shoot that one. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, because you could have your logo on there, and they've changed the words on the sign or something wild, and like, yeah, it could. Yeah. I, I hope I didn't give anybody any ideas just then. So, <laughs> there was actually, no. a guy did that. Like, he took off my logo, put his logo on the bottom. It had twenty some thousand likes just on his page. Like <laughs> so there was a lot of stuff going on. But I tell you, when I first saw the image and I looked it up for myself and saw that it had been posted and that there were 30,000 likes. And on on just one share, um, I, I was literally sick to my stomach. I lied to you not. I was just like, this is the worst thing that could ever happen to me <laughs> because I'm getting, you know, this picture, this image that I created is having all of this popularity and no, mm-hmm. nobody knows I shot it. And I was just like, you know, this has gone beyond Huntsville, beyond Alabama. This is like, you know, people from all different type of countries are sharing it. And I called my father and had a quick PR meeting on the way home and said, I I don't know what to do. This is a disaster. I, I can't get it back. And he was like, oh, yes, you can. And he walked me through some steps on how to how to bring it back and what to do. So what, so what what did you do first? Any of that you're willing to share. <laughs> so thank you. That's it. All right. Well, let's wrap it up. <laughs> I just want to make sure I wasn't talking too much. That was a dramatic pause. Going down the right track. No, you're good. You're good. You're good. Uh, yeah, no. I was like, I was waiting for the tips. I was like, all right. <laughs> well, obviously, the first thing was nobody knew I took it. And there was, I, you know, the, the family and the event planners were going around as much as they could and going to the different posts and saying, hey, Gianna Snow Photographer, please tag her, please tag her, please tag her. Okay, you can never catch up with all of these people. And yeah. even the ones that you do, they're going to your social media first to see if you really took this image. Because everybody's saying they took it. Yeah. So, the first step was get the picture on your social media, the entire picture, and more pictures from the session. So that it's clear that you were the photographer. And I had not done that. I mean, I had put, you know, maybe one, the same image, but I had not put anything up on my personal thing because I was seeing it, you know, blow up on his page. So I said, well, that's nice. They tagged me as cool. 
But so I came home that night. I went to work. I put the images on my Facebook, my Instagram, um, and just tried to you know, put it out there. But I was still kind of wondering how, okay, what is that going to do? The next thing that came to me was as I was reading the quotes on the different pages where it went viral, people were saying, I would love to know their love story. Like, how how they get together? Just random people. Oh, man, I would love to read their story. Essence should do a story on them. And, oh, my goodness. You know, I was like, I write. They told me their love story after the session. They told me how they got together. And I was literally holding back the tears. I need to write this down. So I literally stayed up all night. And I, I, I was so sleepy. <laughs> I was just like, God, I just want to go to sleep. But it was just something in me that was saying, this is your time. You have to do this now. You can sleep later, two days from now, but you got to ride this wave. So I wrote the story, wrote up everything I could remember. The next day I called them and said, listen, I got to get this up on my blog. People need to know how you all got together. Um, can you help me answer the questions? Are you okay with me sharing this with the world? And they were like, absolutely. So I interviewed them both again just to fill in the gap and posted the story on my blog. I'm actually also was a journalism major, so I'm just calling up some old skills. <laughs> <laughs> hey, see, that's not wasted. That's not a wasted, you know. <laughs> but it was it was actually, honestly, it was a challenge for me just because when I read blogs, they're more conversational, just kind of like how we're talking now versus journalism, you know, hey, stick to the story. You have to use these quotations here you can't start a sentence with and you know just different things <laughs> I, fake news <laughs> right <laughs> and there's different styles in my mind and so mm. it it stretched me when I say I was up all night agonizing and deleting and even when I hit send at four o'clock in the morning because of course I'm trying to incorporate the images with the quotes and you know after you read one paragraph about their first kiss I'm going to put the image of them kissing from the session or, you know, just trying to incorporate all of that. And then of course, putting the viral image in there. So I'm just trying to put all of this together. And when I say it was not great, <laughs> like when I went to bed at four o'clock in the morning, I, was, I woke up the next morning and I read the first paragraph and I was like, horrible. <laughs> it said, it said, love, everyone wants it. <laughs> I was like, this is horrible. But so, I mean, I literally woke up with how to change it. Like there were just there were inspiration just came in little in little bits and pieces. And right before I sent it to the family, I was able to change all of that. And finally, it just kind of came together at the last minute. So that day, I'm good. I'm like, hey, the story's on my blog. I've linked it to a few places that have, you know, the, the pages that had gone viral. And I'm like, okay, hey, uh, I took this picture. And if you want to read more about this couple, check out my blog, you know, link in my bio on Instagram. So I'm just like, I'm good. I got to take my husband. He's got to have surgery today. I'm going to take a few minutes to just breathe and not deal with this. So I'm literally dropped my husband off. Um, for some dental thing he had to do. And the family started texting me and they were like, hey, you need Getting to get a gold grill. More, 
Right. <laughs> <laughs> they told me, hey, you need to get some more images up um, because you did put one or two from the session, but you need to put some more up because we're getting more people that are sharing. I was like, well, I'm going to do it later. I need to, you know, there's a few things I want to just tighten up on the story because I had shared it with the family, but not like fully put it out there. Like, I'll just wait, you know. She called me back 10 minutes later and said, Niecy Nash just shared the photo. Get the stuff up. I was like, <laughs> I am at a dentist's office in the car with my kids. Like, I'm not at my computer, but I was like, wait, I have the images on my phone. I can access. Let me get something up right now. So I had to go back and just, you know, kind of put something out there again to say, this is, this is my work. So it was just a continual progress process. Mm. So did that. Went back to DC Nashes and all those said, hey, link back to me. A few of them did it. Most didn't. But it's okay. <laughs> so that night, I was like, well, I'm going to rest. <laughs> but I say the... How y'all go into that on here? But God would not let me rest. He told me to get up and send it to all of the news agencies. Send my story and the pictures um, together on to the local news agency. So I did that and I sent it not even not just the local, but I sent it to like Good Morning America, Ella DeGeneres Show, like whoever I can think of in my delirious state. Like, hey, <laughs> World Star. Uh, right. <laughs> World Star does have some stuff like this on there every once in a while. So Yeah, man. So I was just like, okay, I'm really delirious. But we got to get this done. Like, and my dad kept telling me, you have to ride the wave. It's here. So do whatever you can do to reclaim this moment. And so I was just sending it, sending it, sending it. The next morning, phone calls started calling. Uh, you know, phone started ringing. And um, the local news uh, called me and said, hey, want to set up an interview with you and with the couple. And we want to use your photographs. And I was just shocked they even wanted to include me in, in the <laughs> yeah. interview but I was like hey I'll show up um and they ended up not using me and at first I was disappointed because I was just like <laughs> I went and got my hair done I was running <laughs> the cleaners so I, I, I got my baby ready. hairs down right <laughs> I mean and so at first I was I was low key disappointed. Um, they were like, "We really want to so tell why did you call me." Story. He said, "You know what? I <laughs> right." You wait over there in the corner and uh... <laughs> take yeah, some they... pictures if you like. <laughs> exactly. They got to the end of the interview and it was like, "You know what? On second thought, we're not going to use you anyway, but we're still going to use your images." And after I thought about that. The yeah. images speak more for me than I ever can, because that's language is mm. you know my pictures. And so I said, please show my images. I'd rather, you know, I could stand up there and ramble off a quote because she said all we were going to use anyway was, hey, how did you feel about going viral? <laughs> I felt great. And then they're going to cut you off. <laughs> <laughs> it's like who was that? This <laughs> <laughs> is not a good look anyway. It's like wait, they cut her off. So I was like, show the images. Um, by the next day, um, CNN called my phone, <laughs> my phone. I was just like, what? This is crazy. May like we Anderson have, <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> <laughs> I 
<laughs> she was like, may we have permission to use your images and send them out to our 900 affiliates across the world? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Let me check. Hold on just a second. I need to check. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Atlanta Journal Constitution contacted me. Yahoo. Um, and now we're we're seeing the article that uh, was originally published by the local news affiliate. It's been translated into Spanish, Japanese, all of these other languages. So it's amazing that this love story has captivated mm -hmm. the world uh, just because of the, this cute little couple. And so with with each one, I've noticed that they have to have the permission of the photographer. And so I get emails, calls, Facebook messengers. So I have to stay close by because people are saying, hey, we want to run this. Um, I saw Ricky Smiley shared it, Eric Campbell, um, all different types of people. And it's just, it's been a whirlwind. It's been amazing. So um, with all that happening, like, it seemed like you had to kind of scramble to get back into like, well, to get everything arranged so that you could, you know, properly take advantage of going viral. Um, is there anything like you wish you had done ahead of time that would have helped you take better advantage of this? I mean, cause obviously there's no way of knowing what's going to go viral and what's not, but there's, is there anything that you could have exactly. done or would have done differently had you, suspected or whatever besides <laughs> what are marking your images more like what are mark on their face yeah <laughs> or right, right on people's faces <laughs> and it's funny you say that because i am you know you have that visual artistic eye and so sometimes me personally i feel like the watermark can sometimes be distracting to the yep. beauty of the image yeah so i always am very particular i don't just go through and say, okay, all of these 10 pictures I'm about to post, put the watermark in the upper right corner. It depends on the image, if it's vertical, if it's horizontal, if, you know, mm -hmm. how they're positioned. And so on that particular one, he's holding up a sign with words on it. So I felt like the words needed to be as far as possible. But I definitely, <laughs> now that I look back on it, that would have been the first thing I would have done is um, just include the watermark closer to where people tend to kind of crop mm -hmm. images yeah. because now people have the option to pin your images on you know pinterest or share them and they don't always fit in certain things and so people just naturally and a lot of times it's not even intentional my clients do it all the time i tell them do not crop leave my watermark <laughs> and you know you set it as your profile image there's already a set crop you don't realize you can move it and you're just like well it made me do that and sorry and so yeah. you know now i'm definitely more aware of okay this is what people are probably going to do let me try to put it there um where it's in the line of sight yep. <laughs> yeah that's always an awkward thing it's just like that is yeah because I, I know what you mean how it feels like it takes away from <laughs> yeah the image I, but i mean i guess you know when people actually put it on their wall or wherever or something like that then it won't be yeah there. That's, <laughs> so. right. that's true it's just for these are the rules for social media this is this is the new normal there are going to be watermarks on everything mm -hmm. and and even with all the watermarking you can't control yeah. it there photoshop push a button it's gone so you can't control it all that much 
but at least it kind of discourages people from, you know, yeah, the casual user. Yeah. (laughs) Right. Yeah. But I mean, I had some of the major, by the time it got to ABC news, um, good morning, America, they were calling me and saying, listen, (laughs) I'm glad the logo is here right next to the sign now, because of course, I started posting it with my logo, like, right next to the man's <laughs> face. Like, mm-hmm. um, because I was just so overboard. But they literally called me and said, listen, this logo, can you please take it off? Just mm-hmm. just for this image, we feel like it really, dis- you know, distracts from the sign. And this is going to be on our home page. And this is going to be on the front of our... And it just, they're like, we'll leave it on the other ones. And, of course, photo credit. Um, and so by the time you get to a, new, a major news company, they know, okay, we have to credit right. the photographer. I mean, we'll get into big trouble if we don't. So you know they're going to do the right thing, and they did. Yeah. Um, each picture had it at the bottom. Um, and so I was, you know, at first I, I was like, wait, well, I said, no, that's fine. The not.com, which is, you know, a major wedding website where people come to look for vendors and host um, wedding websites. They have contacted me and said, we want to do a feature story on this, you know, this couple and we want to use your images, but we don't want Mm -hmm. any logos on them. And so I was like, it's the not. (laughs) I mean, yeah, yeah, you know, (laughs) so I've had to like adjust over because if they had called me day one, I would have, oh, no. Oh no! Because <laughs> I was just so wound up, you know. But it's just been a natural pro- progression of saying, "Okay, let me adapt. Let me, you know, learn how people do things." Because these are professionals, reputable websites. They're not going to, you know, put some images out there right. and not credit you. Um, yeah. And so they told me, "Hey, we're, we'll make sure that people know these are your images." But it just, you know, again, when you're putting some big images on a major website. They want people to, to focus on the imagery. And that's what I want to do ultimately. You know, I want them to look at the beauty of the image and um, then go and yeah. look and say who took it instead of yeah. being like, hey, Gianna Snell took this. That's clear. <laughs> I wish I could see past this watermark. <laughs> <laughs> right. And so I've had to, had to relax a little bit. Just um, says, please email Gianna for actual fun. <laughs> right. The other I mean, thing has been just. You know, just trying to stay focused because there are going to be somebody every day who is saying, well, why don't you do this? Or, oh, my God, you need to react to this and you need to do that. And right now, as my dad put it, you're dealing with a crisis, Mm -hmm. but it's a good crisis. So right now, you've just got to navigate through the crisis. And Mm -hmm. after you can go back and say, you know what, I probably should tweak my website you know this would have been easier to navigate through what can I do differently how can I change my business so that you know if this happens again or as new clients come in hopefully (laughs) um, (laughs) I'm able to keep you know keep up and and do the right thing and present myself in a professional manner but you know for instance trying to you know your picture just went viral you know news vendors are contacting you some of them are going to my website and literally emailing me through my website well, that's not the day that you decide, oh, my God, my website's up. Redesign it. Rebuild it. Taking it down. That's Coming soon, Paige. <laughs> yeah. And so I had some people say, well, you need to, oh, my gosh, you need to take down the site. It's just not re- I can't do that right now. And, you know, at first it got into my head, and I was like, oh, shoot. Let me go and just totally redo it. And then, my, you know, again, my dad was like my main PR <laughs> sidekick. 
He was like, no, that's not the move right now. People are trying to reach you. They want to see you. Seeing you at maybe not your best state, in in someone's opinion, is better than not finding you. Yeah. I did go and edit down some of my homepage images and put up some fresher images and kind of tweak. But I was like, I cannot take the site down. I can't just completely close stuff down. Uh, I've had other people come to me and say, hey, you need a lawyer. You know, let's get let's get this money. <laughs> uh, Sorry, that was me. <laughs> CNN ain't paying you. Da, 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 da. And I'm just like, okay, you know, I'm trying to navigate through this as best. You, you cannot predict this stuff. You can't. Yeah. You can't. It, you never know what's going to go viral. It's not something you can predict. And so you just, we just kept saying, ride the wave, ride the wave. Because I know that wave is going to come crashing down and the world will go back to yep. the normal. But while it's up, I yeah. truly do believe that we were able to turn this thing around because now there's no question who took the image. There's no yeah. question. You can Google viral couple Lucinda and Murphy and my name is attached to it. And so at the end of the day, the the worries and fears I had of that night uh, are completely eradicated because it completely turned around, totally turned around. And the couple is getting sponsors, doing stuff for their wedding. I've Uh-oh. been getting some inquiries um, and just a lot more visibility. Um, yeah. A lot of things may not happen right away. Phone might not stop ringing, start ringing off the hook today. But just having that free publicity and being able to say now I'm a published photographer, it's priceless to me. Yeah, and I, I was thinking about something like, I mean, because, you, you know, of course you're worried that people will crop it out and then these people won't give you credit or whatever. But, like, honestly, the people that really, the actual movers and shakers are the people that they'll contact the right people. They'll find you. Yeah, you know? yeah. <laughs> These people that are cropping your stuff out or whatever, they're yeah, not they going to send no you money. work anyway. Ray Ray at home making memes. <laughs> My dad said that that night. <laughs> right. My dad said that that night, and it truly turned my perspective. Because he was like, those aren't your clients. That's the, <laughs> These aren't your people. You know, yeah. don't worry about that. He was like, focus on, you know, turning this around for you and your local community and your surrounding area. Um, just focus there first and then see where it goes. But going after some random person on Instagram who, you know. <laughs> yeah, they liked your photo and they went on and liked like 10 others. <laughs> you have no idea what they're yeah. well, I was going to say, right. the thing I kind of took from the whole story was like, you got to let your work speak for itself on some level. And well, two yeah. things. You got to let your work for speak mm-hmm. for itself because you could have easily gotten out made a YouTube video and said, oh, well, I was on Facebook and I saw JJ53, he posted my picture and didn't credit me and I was the one who had took it. And you could have, <laughs> like, I've seen people do it and it gets them some attention, but yeah. it's like, all right, she's messy. Yeah, it's for the wrong for the thing. Wrong and then it's thing. like, all right, yeah. I don't necessarily right. work with her because she's kind of messy and she's going to make a YouTube video if I, like, if I'm upset at the shoot and I do something crazy, then she's going to make a YouTube video about that too. So you by letting the work speak for itself, it's like, I know the name of the person who took this, but I haven't seen her, but that's okay. Her work is good. I don't need to see her in front of the camera or I don't need to see an interview with her to know that her work mm-hmm. is good because I see her work. Her work is speaking for itself. And then the other thing I was going to say is like, uh, someone else has said this before, 
not every opportunity has a paycheck attached to it. So if you had said to yeah. the knot, like, yo, let me, let me, what, what those pockets do though, let me, let me get some money. Then <laughs> they might've said, ah, we're good. <laughs> there's, there's plenty of people with chalkboards yeah. that say she said, yes, like we can find somebody else. <laughs> yeah. But if you're willing oh, to yeah. like say, Hey, go, I'll give you the picture without the logo or whatever, because I recognize the bigger opportunity, then, yeah. you know, it only translates into more. So, yeah. I, I I think it's easy. I mean, especially in the case where like where something goes viral, it can be would can be easy probably to fall into a trap of thinking like I can't make this happen again, or like a if I don't achieve this again, me. then you know it was like a fluke. Like I ain't, I ain't really real out here because I mean there's a lot of people that go viral for things, but I mean they you know thankfully you went viral for something that can actually it's something good. It's a good story. People need that kind of thing out here, and you know in Trump's America, they need something good. So, um, mm-hmm. I'm uplifting, but, um, you know, you actually had the, t- the things like the website and everything, even if you didn't feel like it was perfect, you had all the, you had a contact page, you had a website. I mean, you already had your logo there. It wasn't just some like, you know, you got lucky and took a picture and it's like, who's a photographer? Oh, this girl over here. Does she have a website? <laughs> nope. Sorry. All right. Well, oh, well, <laughs> Yeah, now yeah. You're well, that's that's where, you, so. hopefully, yeah. in most cases, you'll be above and beyond what, like what we were talking about earlier, like the person who went on Craigslist and found an old Nikon, they might not have a website, they might not have an Instagram, their social media might not match, they might not have a contact page, so they'll, they might take that same picture, but it might not pop off for them. Right. Yeah. I mean, and it's also the people in it and everything that also lend itself to that. But I mean, that's, you know, and that's, that's all you. So, I mean, that, I think people, what people may be getting from it is the, um, I don't know just how it would be to do a shoot with you. Because mm-hmm. people, you know, people like people they feel comfortable around. And I mean, a lot of stuff is word of mouth. I mean, it's talent and it's, you know, word of mouth, who you know. <laughs> and hard work and everything. So now you have that connect, and um, yeah. and people will kind of have a feeling it's like, oh, okay, wow, this is how it is to shoot. I mean, like all those people that were walking around following, you know, them in the park and everything. <laughs> you may get a call from them, you know, yeah, something like that. Never so, know. Because I didn't realize it was like that. That's wow. <laughs> yeah, they had a crowd now, so now you can imagine what the wedding's going to be like. <laughs> oh. And they asked me here recently now, they're like, we want you to continue telling the story. We want you to, you know, photograph the wedding. And so for me, that's a huge opportunity because the lady at Good Morning America and ABCnews.com was like, hey, after the wedding, we want pictures, you know. So the story continues. Um, mm-hmm. You know, people are kind of captivated with this couple. And so. I'm just look still riding the wave, <laughs> but I <laughs> like think there are going to be, there are going to be moments in, you know, in your career, in your journey where I've always been kind of a person to just by nature, I'm a little more passive and I'm just mm-hmm. like, okay, let it come to me. But there were definitely times where I, I had to fall back and say, Hey, let, let them do it. One instance was there was somebody contacting me, um, from a major newspaper, I can't remember what it was right now, but it was a national you know, publication. And they called and said, hey, we're interested in the story. She interviewed me for 45 minutes um, 
talking to me about my perspective on the shoot and just getting information about the couple as well. Um, she came back later and she was like, I submitted the story, but my editors don't think it's newsworthy enough. Oh, this was CBS, CBS. Mm-hmm. Um, she's like, they don't think it's newsworthy enough. So I'm, you know, I'm hoping they'll come back around, but unfortunately right now it, it's a no go. So of course I, I felt hesitant and you, you know, sometimes you can just sense when you need to fall back and just let it ride. And then you can sense when you need to speak up. Well, this was a time where I needed to fall back, but I did not listen to that. And I said, well, you know, CNN <laughs> picked it up. ABC News. Hey, you got to jump on this. You're like, yeah, I'm <laughs> popping out here. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I what wasn't trying to say. I'm trying to be as tactful as possible. But, like, I really feel like it's newsworthy because CNN picked it up. And, you know, the ladies never messaged me again. Like, we were deep in conversation. She never messaged me again. The story didn't get run. Hmm. CBS has not picked it up at all. And I lost out on that because, you know, they're just, you have to follow your instincts. And, you know, there are always going to be times where you need to push. And I feel like the time when I needed to push was that night when I was feeling impressed. Hey, send this out. Don't depend on anybody else. Because I kept saying, well, people sharing the story more. The picture's cool, but hey, share the whole package. And that's Mm -hmm. when it was up to me to put myself out there and start calling people and, you know, emailing people and saying hey pick this story up this, this couple is cute yeah. then there were times where I needed to just be quiet yeah, you start <laughs> feeling yourself it's like hey I'm popping out you're like hey right. you gotta dump on this I'm Gianna Snell <laughs> so there were definitely very many humbling moments where you know I was like feeling myself one day because I was excited CNN I was feeling myself that day and I was just like oh my god they called my phone <laughs> but you know you always have to kind of you know go back and get recentered and say okay this I still have to keep my head I still have to you know you never know when you'll be contacted by these people again or you know where they'll need need me because I am a journalist and I am a photographer, a photojournalist. So I'm like, hey, I could be working for these people one day. I That's need to true. carry my <laughs> certain way and not be too aggressive. You can't push too much. <laughs> yeah, you don't want to sound desperate or um, uh, what's the word for it? <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, uh, thirsty. <laughs> yeah. Well, I don't. I was, I was trying to think of another. Never mind. Go ahead. Um, so I guess going viral had uh, my. Uh, I was going to ask, has it impacted your business? But I guess you know it's still happening. The impact is happening. I guess you'll probably never really. I imagine you'll never really know all the True. impact that it has because people won't even realize. Like, well, so what had happened was I liked the picture on Facebook, <laughs> and then I fell in love with this girl, and uh, I called you. well one of the cool things is is i have been really searching and trying to find out again there's fifty thousand photographers in the city i'm just exaggerating but it's actually forty nine (laughs) thousand we deal in facts on this podcast fifty thousand it's fifty thousand people with cameras in the city (laughs) (laughs) one guy who does not claim to be a photographer (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yes and half of these people just popped up you know yesterday but they're taking good images so I have been really trying to figure out how what is my specialty what is my niche okay so as I'm looking at this blog 
that I, you know, the initial pitch that I thought was just so horrible, but I kept <laughs> tweaking it and it finally came together. So mm-hmm. there have been 23,647 visitors to the blog. Oh, wow. And mm-hmm. people have been reading it and commenting and sharing. And so as I'm looking at that, I'm saying, okay, this writing, there may be something to writing people's stories, not just shooting their stories or photographing their stories, but writing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, you know, I, I'm shooting a breast cancer survivor in, in September. She does a shoot every year just to say I made it another year. That's an opportunity. Um, That's a story, yeah. Yeah. So I've been looking forward and saying, how can I incorporate this knack of writing? Um, because I hadn't been using my blog. I hadn't. Um, and I just, there are certain things that happen that push you to do what you know you should have been doing. Yep. And this is one of them where it's like, hey, I've been saying I'm gonna I'm gonna blog my pictures, but you better believe I got that blog going that night. Like it's going <laughs> down. I have no choice. <laughs> so and I'm seeing that the visitors are still happening. So I'm like, hey, there's something here, and I feel like a lot of the stories, even down the line, could actually be newsworthy. Yeah. So I'm like exploring that that side of things and saying there's another lesson to be learned here this may be my niche this mm-hmm. may be my thing you know so. that's really interesting i mean because did you think did you would use that like the journalism um when you were a journalism major did you had you just kind of like well not using that i truly did because i used to work at a newspaper in mississippi i i freelanced for the paper in kentucky where we lived before we moved here but since you know, the brick and mortar newspaper buildings are kind of being phased out and everything's moving to online. You know, a lot of that stuff, I just kind of, I said, well, you know, journalism isn't really my passion. It's really the photography. But when you combine the two, oh, I, I get excited about that. And so it's been a whole new awakening for me. Oh, why did I get this gift of writing and photography? How do these go together? And now, some of those questions are being answered for me and I have a whole new sense of purpose that I'm not just shooting to give these pictures, to give these people a nice picture. I'm shooting a story. I'm telling a story. Mm -hmm. And unfortunately some people will not live to tell their story. So one of the people I just recently shot last year, one year ago on Saturday, made a year. Um, I shot this lady's wedding because she knew that her hair was about to fall out because she was about to do chemotherapy. She was just diagnosed with breast cancer and she just passed away um, on Friday. And I'm like, I got to tell her story. I have to. Mm-hmm. I have to now. So yeah. I'm, I'm excited. Yeah, no, wow, that's... <laughs> It's kind of weird to <laughs> follow that up with "I'm excited," but <laughs> Put it in, I know, right? It's an amazing opportunity to be able to to uh, not only tell share the, the to, to do the visual, but also be able to ex- tell the story. Because a lot of people, you know, you run into a lot of people that have one part of the skill set. Yeah. You know, but yeah. like, because I've in in my field, like, I do web design, but I also do graphic design, and I can take a picture for you too. So it's like, well, mm-hmm. why do you need to call someone else? And in your, in your right. situation too, you could take the picture, you could write the story, and it's like, all right, well, I have skills that go together. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's an interesting thing because you always, I, a lot of times, you hear people say like, pick one thing and then like really focus on that. And I mean, I think we all, all three of us, um, suffer from the thing where we cannot do one thing. 
it's like physically <laughs> impossible. And I think sometimes I oversell myself sometimes. And I'm like, I can do this, I can do this. And they're like, what is wrong with this? I mean, because it makes sound like, all right, well, he's probably not very good at any of them or something like that. But it's like, no, I'm pretty good at all of them. But, you know. <laughs> But yeah, I mean, it's just like one of those things. That, I mean, so it's kind of encouraging to like hear that it actually came together. Those two things married, you know, they they came together in a good way. I mean, because sometimes it's awkward because I tell people I'm doing websites and logos, and then somehow I spit in there and and photography and I paint, and then they're like, "What?" And they're like, "All right, <laughs> this guy, weirdo." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Oh, and did you need help fixing your car? Like, <laughs> and I have 15 cats, too. <laughs> like, all right. Um, uh, it's been nice. Uh, we'll, we'll call you. Don't call us. <laughs> yeah. But it doesn't also... always go together like how you think, you know, because I always yeah. thought I'll be a photojournalist. I hated photojournalism. Mm. I didn't like newspaper writing and taking pictures of like, you know, oh, this house burned down. Let me go take shots of it and write about it. I was like, yeah. this is not my passion. But it's like literally in this past week where it's like, oh, okay. It could go yeah. together in this way. I, I see it now. Yeah. I mean, and that's interesting to me because like, like you're saying, you could be end up, end up working for some of these like, you know, but not CBS, but some of these other places. <laughs> Anywhere but. <laughs> 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 they are not called <laughs> like, she's a little too thirsty but yep. I mean because they can look at it and be like oh we can all hire her to do this write the story and shoot the story she can do she can do one person's I mean two people's job but make sure you ask for two people's pay because <laughs> they will try right. to it's like, oh you need two people's job or we'll pay you this half a person <laughs> perfect <Right. laughs> the only negative thing that has come out of this is that now everybody I have some sessions booked and they're like I want to go viral uh uh-uh, uh we about to be viral too and I'm like wait wait wait, wait like, uh, that's extra <laughs> there's an extra fee a too much pressure <laughs> right. call me in like 50 years your story's kind of weak right now <laughs> right I'm just like wait a minute no 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 so, yeah I was yeah. gonna ask about that like are you the the viral we met in high now? school and never broke up. <laughs> it's not a story. <laughs> so we were at the club and I had a few drinks and uh, Jamal came over. <laughs> like, no, I'm sorry. Yeah, I'm not going to write up your story. Later, he asked me to marry him. Oh no, but what if it was like a creepy story where it was like, okay, so I went home and this guy followed me home. Like, <laughs> I went outside and he was just standing there staring at me and we ended up falling in love. You could be a crime writer too. You know? they need... <laughs> <laughs> I need to pull about this. No. I guess, I mean, you have to, it's a, it's a, it's a problem, but it's a good problem to have to say, hey, look, I'm, you're paying me to take your pictures. If you end up on the blog, maybe. If you end up on my Instagram, maybe. Right. There's no guarantee. No, I cannot. Yeah, I can't yeah, guarantee I mean, anything's gonna happen except pictures get taken. <laughs> that's about <laughs> yeah. it. Right. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, because that's like a. I mean, going viral, it's like a thing that you 
you, nobody can control it. I mean, you see people yeah. trying to do things like, oh, I'm going to break the internet and stuff like that, and then failing, or, you know, yeah. it's not something you can control. I mean, there's so, and there's so many people, especially on social media, just thirsty for any kind of, like, attention for anything. So it's like, mm-hmm. uh, I don't know. I, I don't know why... I've, Every, I don't know. A lot of people want attention, but it's it's kind of nice that, to see somebody get attention. That it's like people they weren't necessarily looking for attention, you know? Right? Because I was like, huh? What? <laughs> no. <Yeah>. Well, that's <laughs> that was but, one thing I was gonna say. Is like it's great that you were able to get all this attention for something that you actually like doing and something you wanted to do well. Whereas, like, because I've yeah. designed logos yeah. for people. And then they're like telling everybody, and it wasn't even a logo I liked. It was just like, all right, you know, here, take this. Like they, I designed logos. They picked the worst one of the bunch, and then they were really proud to tell everyone that I had done it. And I'm like, chill, chill. Like, yeah, I did it, but you ain't gotta tell everybody. (laughs) (laughs) And that's (laughs) you should make better logos. (laughs) Hey, I made good logos. They picked the worst one, and then they wanted to tell everybody. And um. Like in your situation, I feel like it was a good picture, and obviously, I feel like you obviously seem like you were proud of it. But it would suck if like it wasn't a picture you were happy about, and they were like, "Woo, Gianna Smell!" <laughs> or you almost, or or what if you like almost didn't share that one? You're like, "Ah, oh, no, that one. I cut that one out. I didn't edit that one." It would have been, oh my goodness. <laughs> it's funny that you should say that because. Oh, <laughs> the truth comes out. Me, my dad and my husband were just like, man, this wasn't the best image from the shoot, though. Like, dang. <laughs> <laughs> so that was another motivation. You know, when my dad had that talk with me that first night, he was like, just just being real. That it's image not that was not, you know, he's like, <laughs> so he's like, you got to get those that other work out there, yeah. you know. <laughs> Anybody can take a picture of somebody holding up a sign, you know. It's like, what are you saying, man? (laughs) (laughs) No, but I agreed. I was like, dang it, why that picture had to go viral? But it was, it said something without having to include a caption. She said yes. So it made sense for them to use that as the, you know, as the announcement photo. Yeah. I think that's the frustrating thing sometimes as artists, like the thing that you get out of it. Other, not everybody's going to appreciate it on the same level as you, right? And kind of have to find a way to kind of, kind of like divorce or like step away, yes. separate yourself from it a little bit. I was listening to something today, and they were saying like you do some work, and then you need to be able to you put it out in the world, and you need to be able to like just let it live on its own, you know. And of course, have all your stuff in place or whatever, but you know, don't <laughs> don't force people. Like, no, you should be using this one to go viral. Not that one, you know, because I don't know. People like things for different reasons. I mean, and sometimes I know I'm, I get frustrated sometimes and I'm like, why don't you like this one? I put so much thought into this. <laughs> you, know, you don't get it. But right. they like something else. And I'm like, what? <laughs> yes. So true. That's a good point, Ann. <laughs> Got one in. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Now that you've done that, we're wrapping up. Um yeah. <laughs> All that build up for my one good <laughs> So I guess I mean yeah, I mean we we um I guess where can where can people find you now that we've uh, talked about all that? We're gonna be where can we find you on the internet? You can find me at www.giana g i a n n a 
Snell, S-N-E-L-L, photography.com. And I just want to give a shout out to my logo designer. Big ups to Dave. <laughs> oh. <laughs> you didn't know I did that logo? <laughs> <laughs> is she the person that picked the worst one? <laughs> I love my logo. Like she got all over over CNN now, and I like that. <laughs> so yeah, I'm, I'm bringing you with me, Dave. Bringing you hey. with me. <laughs> like I always but, say, um, you gotta yeah, feed your so circle. So there you go. I'm on Instagram, I'm on Twitter, same thing, Gianna Snell or Gianna Snell Photography. I also have a Facebook photography page as well. <clears throat> yep. So if you're yes. one of the five or six people that listen to this podcast, definitely. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> well, after this. Hey, it may be more now. We we're to we're about to go off. viral. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, definitely check out check out her work. Uh, I like it. Um Apparently, some people on Facebook do too. So, definitely check it out. <laughs> if you're in Huntsville, Atlanta, Cashville, Hunts, Vegas, Hotlanta, Athens, Madison, Alabama, uh, uh, Harvest, Alabama, Ar- um, I don't even know any other cities. A <laughs> uh, Muscle Shoals, <laughs> Stevenson. <laughs> Girly. Where you at? Where you at? Uh, Cleveland, Tennessee, Collegedale. Uh, I don't even know the name of all those other little cities. But yeah, definitely. Uh... Somerville. Wow. Well, no, you don't want to go somewhere. But yeah, if you're looking for a photographer, definitely hit her up. If you just want to look at some nice pictures and read some uh, inspiring stories about what's behind the picture, definitely check them out because sometimes it's definitely i'll say for me you'll see a lot of these pictures and they look good but it's also nice to be able to read the story and it kind of adds some perspective to what's going on so definitely check her out um you should also follow us and check us out because we know other cool people that can take good pictures or build good websites or create good logos for you so uh check us out on uh, instagram twitter facebook (laughs) 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 (laughs)